and welcome to Logan Sounds Off, where I talk about books, music and a whole lot more. I'm your host, Logan Kelly. Welcome to Logan Sounds Off. Today it's International Radio Day. So I brought my dad here that I was going to talk to him about what radio was like. So dad, what was radio like back in the 70s or 80s when you were a child? Okay, well I suppose at the time there was quite a limited amount of stations uh, in comparison to now where you can actually access international radio. In Ireland uh, you had RTE1 and RTE2. Then there was a radio station called Atlantic 252 um, and a couple of other little smaller ones, regional ones. Um, radio at the time was probably a lot more, um, on RT1 you would have had a lot more talk radio with the, like a gay barn in the morning who everybody used to listen to and love. Yeah. And then you'd have uh, some of the radio stations then. It was even before uh, like 2FM only started in the, in the, the late 80s, early 90s, I think. So we would have listened to Dave Fanning and people like that. Yeah. And um, what was your favorite show uh, across like a long wave uh, and all those different types of radio? What was your favorite show? Well, luckily enough, thanks to you, I got to meet one of my heroes, which was uh, Dave Fanning. And we used to listen to Dave Fanning because he used to have a rock show from 8 to 10 on 2FM every night. And uh, that's it's where... 10, like John Green, actually. Yeah. One, yeah. But the only thing was... You got to listen to uh, different music from Ram Jam with Black Betty to the Stiff Little Fingers with Alternative Ulster and even a song that was only 30 years old the other day, which is Sultan's of Ping, Where's My Jumper? So that's where I used to record all my stuff on the blank tapes for myself. Yeah, so that was kind of your your way to go for cassettes. Yeah. yeah. What, what was your favourite station on all of the different types of radio? Uh, mostly... 2FM for the simple reason that Dave Fanning was on it. Uh, I had a tendency to be more into alternative music and heavy rock and stuff like that and you wouldn't really get to listen to it often on the actual radio because there wasn't because many rock was, stations. it was all usually like pop and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, so you were kind of like with Dave Fanning me with John Creedon that you usually really listen to John Creedon and when, or Dave Fanning and then when he wasn't on you'd listen to something else. Was that kind of like what you were like with Dave Fanning. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I used to record a lot of stuff on, on tapes and stuff like that. So. You've actually got one over there. Yeah. Um, in, in the room there of Dave Fanning. Like there was most unusual things. Like at the time in the early 90s and that, Dave Fanning used to play things like the Golden Horde, um, bands like the Honey Thieves, stuff like that, that you, you just didn't hear anywhere. And you couldn't get. So like, they're, they're like really rare albums, aren't they? You can't really get that. You can't get them on any streaming platforms or YouTube or anything. No, and I don't think you could even get them on Discogs and things because there were Irish bands that were around for a short enough time. Yeah, and the, when when you're saying rare, it's not Chumbawamba Slap rare. It's extremely rare. You can't buy the CD anywhere. Not, it'd be very rare if you found it in a car boot sale. There could well, be anything there. There was even a song one time called Bank Raid in a Tie. That I have oh, recorded. Yeah. I have it recorded. Yeah, and it's man. all it's all samples and stuff like which would really probably sound a bit like Big Audio Dynamite. But even I sent a request in to find out a bit more about that particular song 
and nobody had ever heard of it. And it was only played once that I managed to get it recorded on Dave Fanning. Oh my God, so you have a tape of a song that was only played once ever in the whole world. I know, no, no. I, <laughs> no, I, only, I only got to hear it once and recorded it once, but you don't really hear it that much. Wow, you, that's, that's amazing. And then that tape, um, usually Dave Fanning would talk through his songs. So some of the songs were kind of like the morning show and a track mixed together. And so David, David mm-hmm. talk over the start of a song where you'd want to listen to like start of Alternative Ulster. And as the guitar would start, to be, and I'm going to play a song here by Sidney <laughs> Fingers, and you'd be going, oh, Dave, shut up, I'm trying to record this. <laughs> and back back then, in the good old days, um, <laughs> tapes were very common to be recording radio. Like, I know, I used to record John Green sometimes on tapes, and I still, very rarely, but still do, sometimes on tapes. Yeah, um, every, everybody used to use tapes. You had C60, C60, C30, C60, C90s. And then C120. But they were rare. If you got your hands on them, yeah. you'd pay for them, but they're good. And then to get them now, you can only imagine. Um, and we used to do things like in yeah. school. When, when we were coming into school, we'd record different albums or record stuff off the radio, and we'd swap tapes, mixtapes. Oh! So they're not be just like with trend. girls, you do it with lads as well. <laughs> yeah, you can imagine. You swap with the girl, and Barbie Girl starts playing tune <laughs> um, Or somebody would hand you a Prince album when you Jesus Christ, I'm after giving them a, a, a Sex Pistols album. That's not going to work out well. <laughs> if you could bring back any DJ, who would it be? I think it has to be... I the, knew I'd get to that. No, it has to be a legend called Larry Gogan. Larry Gogan used to do the Golden Hour. Which, I've heard of him. Yeah, and he used to do the Just a Minute quiz and stuff like that. He was just a really nice, nice man. Now, he used to play a lot of pop records and stuff like that, but as far as DJs go, he was very gentle, very nice, very open would always try and encourage new bands, that kind of stuff. And uh, he was really, like, he was into music. That's the thing. He was actually that's, into music. That's the thing. Um, was was he kind of like a talk and a kind of fun and kind of music kind yeah. of show? His, so it was yeah. a bit of everything. Yeah, his, shows, his, his shows were real, a real variety performance because you had all sorts of things going on. Yeah. Um, did you listen with um, your family? Was there any like radio shows that you listened to with your dad or your siblings? No. Because you had two other ones. No, my two sisters, because they're a bit younger than me, they were more into listening to Kylie Minogue and Shaky Stevens and stuff like that. Where oh, I yeah. was more into <laughs> listening to ACDC, Dead Kennedys, Stiffle Fingers, also The Clash. And, you, and you're still that. into Dead Kennedys and DOA? You've yeah. got them all in your like songs on Spotify, and did you like? I know we were saying that you used swap tapes, but did you listen? Did you like talk to your friends about different radio stations as well? Oh did yeah. Did you guys connect a lot yeah. with those kind of radio stations? Nearly, nearly every morning after we when we come into school, we'd be talking about what particular songs we heard on Dave Fanning the night before, and it was like the the start of his. Uh, I think the start of his radio show there was a song by Fleetwood Mac was the, the intro on guitar, which was pretty good. But we used to always be listening out for something a yeah. bit different. And then he had changed his music then to, I think it was from Horse Lips. But yeah, we used to talk every day in school and sort of say, did you hear the Clash track you played last night? Or yeah, like that? yeah. That was cool. Um, that's never happened anymore because no kids in my class ever listen to radio. And I listen to like someone's John Kelly. And John Creed, as you know, mm. two Johns there were weird. Mm. Um, and really, I think it's a kind of weird that a lot of children don't listen to radio, 
Yet I think it's eighty eight percent of streaming in Ireland is radio. Yeah, I think half the problem is Logan with with kids now. That they are they're only listening to music that's either incredibly popular uh, or or on the telly or something like that. Because to be fair, I used to listen to jazz. I used to like my dad used to listen to. Uh, everything from traffic through to Mario Lanza and stuff like that. So we got a really wide variation of music. And that because of that, you get a love for radio. That's why even with John Kelly on his, on his program, yeah. he plays world music, jazz, yeah. old punk stuff, everything. I, I, I really like John Kelly because the way um, he has his mystery train thing, the introduction is the sound of a train going around the railway. And it is like a mystery train because it's a bit of everything. And it's really hard to be able to play punk and then immediately after it very slow smooth jazz so it's kind of cool that they can do that but that's the beauty of radio because on radio now and even even on some of the streaming things like there's a thing at at the moment called radio garden where you can download and you can go to any radio station across the world or any country you can actually go onto a global a globe pick out a country and listen to their local radio. So it just gives you a greater appreciation for music. And by the way, for those who want to get Radio Garden, you can, if you're on PC, you can get it on the website. And if you have a phone, you can get it as an app on Google Play. Or on the App Store or on uh, Play Store. Yeah, and it's really handy, though, to listen to all these different shows. And there was... I, I think now what's happening is more people are starting to watch more TV, you could say, than listen to radio. A lot of people now listen to the news on the radio, like going to work or something. They don't actually listen to the music stations like RTE Gold or 2FM because they play a lot of pop music as well. It's kind of weird now seeing everything transition to, let's say, TV. When a lot of people underestimate radio, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think you're right, because to be honest with you, radio, for me growing up, was more entertainment. It wasn't just the DJ just played a a song one after the other. There was a bit more conversational uh, interaction with the listener, where it might be Dave Fanning might be talking about the song or the album or the band or whatever it may be, or that there's a a gig coming up that you should go to see or that kind of stuff, rather than... Yeah, like he's got a new show out, Fanning at Whelan's. So that's with his gigs. So he shows, yeah. So that's kind of like radio on TV kind of Well, you see, the thing is, things like years ago, I remember going to see Fugazi. Fugazi and Chumbo won by the same gig. It was on the SFX. And how I heard about that was through Dave Fanning's radio program, right? So Dave was after playing a song uh, by Fugazi um, called Waiting Room. And he said, this is a band that's coming to Dublin in, in May. And it was in 1991, I think, at the time. So we all got a chance to go up to the SFX. And, and, and had Dave not said it, we may not have been aware of it because the internet wasn't as prevalent and you weren't able to get that information. And the songs that were in that show, Jumbo Rumba, you can't get on Spotify some of the songs that they were playing. So hmm. as well, it was it was quite a very big concert. Hmm. And was there many there? Oh, there was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a full house. Full house. It was really, really warm. It was May the 9th. And it was it was actually four pounds fifty for the ticket in. Oh my god! It was god. a benefit for to help research with uh, AIDS and stuff. Yeah, actually, touching off Fugazi there, the rule was for CDs and sort of buying off Fugazi, it had to be under ten euro. If it was under ten euro, and um, they you wouldn't be allowed to sell their CD. If it was over ten euro, I mean, you wouldn't be allowed to sell their CDs. And their gigs 
if um they wouldn't play where there's alcohol being um served. Yeah, and you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't advertise uh, alcohol or tobacco. But anyway, look at getting back to radio at yeah, the time. Back to uh, radio, sorry. Getting back to talking about Dave and people like that. Uh, weirdly, I think radio for me as a child, as much as I was into certain types of music, it just did broaden my horizon. And that's why International Radio Day is probably very important too for everybody, especially kids your age, Logan, that they should start to try and understand that there's more there's more avail- stuff yeah. available to them. There's not just a screen or a football or a school. There's also music, and music's very big in my life. Like, I remember, the only reason why I got into music, and it was the simplest thing ever, you just put a Caius CD into the um, CD player, and I think I was four, and ever since I was four, I started to love music. Yeah. And then stuff like going into the study room and go flicking through the CDs in the box, that also helped as well. And now I'm listening to John Creedon. Yeah, well, and, that, it, that's the thing. Yeah. Though. That that is that is the thing, though. It's it's radio and music. It can it can really highlight your mood. It can help you through difficult times. It can help you to concentrate with your studying. Sometimes it has yes. lots of different things, and that's why radio is critically important with the like of the guys on Nova that do play a bit more alternative stuff and a bit more rocky stuff is cool as well. And that's some of the newer channels that are like Lyric FM is excellent for listening to. Yes. uh, Not just John Kelly. Like people think Orgy Lyric, it's all classical music. It's definitely not. It is world music. You could turn it on at one point and it could be classical music. You could turn it on in an hour's time and you could be listening to Arabic music. Yeah, well, that's why Marty Whelan, who used to be always on the on the telly, uh, but now has a radio show on it, uh, Marty in the Morning. Uh, it's actually quite good. It's 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 a big change and stuff. But even like there's a guy called George Hamilton that is a is a sports commentator. I would know him as he was used to always commentating all the Irish soccer matches. Yeah. he's got his own show that's all just classical music. I never knew he was even into it. But he goes into real detail. And then there's a lady called uh, Elena Kradich, I think is her name, or Elena Kradich. And she does like the a mid-afternoon concert, which is a concert taken from an orchestra somewhere across Europe. And they're just yeah. playing music. And it's beautiful. But you don't get that opportunity normally at home to listen to that kind of thing. That's why exactly. you need radio to help to educate and illuminate. Do you know what? I don't know how I'd survive a day without radio. Because honestly... I usually school can be a bit annoying for me. So when I come home and I've done my homework, I've eaten my dinner, I've played outside with the lads for like a couple, um, an hour or so, and I come in and I need to rest and I want to read a book. John Creedon is so helpful. And then also perform arena. It's like music connected with a talk radio. And on arena, they sometimes play old episodes or specials that were from like a couple of years ago. And then John Creedon, he doesn't only have the John Creedon show. He has Creedon's Atlas of Ireland as well. He's released a book. He does specials. Well, I think I, the Shine a Light special each year. I don't think you ever saw it. Dave Fanning used to do a series of interviews where uh, Fanning used to do things like uh, R.E.M. were recording an album in Lutterlstown, which is up near Blanchetown. And he went and yeah. met them. And he did interviews with them and with Van Morrison and all that kind of stuff. So, did he meet Van Morrison? Oh, yeah, he would have, he'd know, like David know. Yeah, but that's where DJs have a very important role um, in communicating 
and that's the bit it's to communicate and educate the listener to educate them as in to let them know that there's new albums coming out or to say did you ever hear this particular album yeah. or this song comes from a, a very rare album whether it be things like the Ramones from years ago like uh, there's, a, there's a brilliant album called uh, Rocket to Russia that was sort of overlooked but Fanning used to play stuff by the Ramones that nobody had heard yeah. of and stuff like that which just gives people an idea of what's yeah. going on like you could look everywhere on the likes of Discogs which is an app for records and stuff or you could look all over the internet for a song and you might not ever find it but you could find it on the radio just by turning it on yeah you could and you that's what we were saying with the old tape over there that you happened to record a song that you can't get on spotify you can't get a cd of it not even on discogs you yeah. can't just walk in and say oh i want this well it's funny i i as you know i like some really unusual sort of musics like uh like throat singing from uh, uh, yeah. outer Mongolia. Every, every single time you put on throat singing, mom just gives you this look. <laughs> I <know. laughs> But I was able to come across Siberian uh, radio that just had a, a Russian throat singing that I'd never heard before. Yeah. And I, I used that with that uh, radio garden. But look, at um, I just think at this stage, everybody should use a radio to educate and stimulate themselves on a daily basis because it's there for everybody. It's free. Yeah. It's free. It's, do you know that that's it? Entertainment for free. You get free entertainment. How good is it? You have to pay for TV. You got to pay to go to the cinema. You don't have to pay for radio. All you have to do is buy a stereo or anything. Anyways, I think we'll start to finish up there now. Um, we'll see ya and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Logan Sounds Off. Thanks. Bye. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Logan Sounds Off. You can follow me on X, Facebook and Instagram at Logan Sounds Off. And don't forget to subscribe and not miss any more cool episodes. Bye guys!